Riviera Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm very well, actually. Battling my way through the working week quite nicely. The sun's still shining in uh, in the UK? Pouring with rain. Pouring <laughs> with rain. We're back that. to a traditional <laughs> British summer. Forget the tennis. It's uh, it's, all, it's all gone pear-shaped. OK. Uh, what are the markets doing, Hank? Uh, speaking of pear shape, a volatile session for Global X's. Yes, they shares in Europe rose, but a further sell-off in the United States played out. Some signs actually bargain hunters are looking to take advantage of cheaper valuations. Global X is now trading on a 14 times forward price earnings multiple. Remember, that's down from 20 times at the start of the year. And actually, recently we got a boost yesterday as uh, China softened its strict COVID protocols as they cut in half the time new arrivals must spend in isolation. Chinese travel stocks rebounded, mining and energy led the gains in Europe. So stocks are turning in reasonable shape yesterday up three tenths one cent on wall street not such a bright picture playing out where weakness in big tech dragged down the major indexes as consumer confidence tumbled to an almost decade low s p 500 closed down two percent nasdaq was off three percent no surprise that setting us up for a weaker start on the european bourses this morning currently calling the FTSE down 51 points dax over in frankfurt off 87 points cat in paris off 47 points and shares in Nike are under pressure. Yeah, shares in Nike falling 7% yesterday after forecasting first quarter revenue will be below analyst estimates as the apparel maker expects to discount more and continue to deal with production-related disruption in China. Nike said that gross margins would be under pressure during the course of this year due to higher freight and production costs. We'll also be forced to discount more to sell seasonal inventories that arrive late due to supply issues. The company's inventories rose 23% to $8.4 billion at the end of May as more of its products remained in transit due to those logistical disruptions. China is Nike's biggest market. It's been impacted by restrictions which has seen consumers cutting down on spending. It's also facing up to increased competition from homegrown brands in China. In terms of the broader outlook, Nike expects first quarter revenue to be flat to slightly up, which is below the 5.1% increase that analysts expected. And if you look at the fiscal year for 2023, Nike forecasting revenue to increase in the low double-digit percentage range, again, slightly short of analyst expectations. And uh, OPEC Plus uh, meeting today? Yeah, markets will be focusing on that. Oil prices, we know, have been rising rapidly during the course of this year with Brent crude trading around 40% higher year to date. We also know, of course, that it's been a key driver of inflation. The oil-producing cartel remains under pressure to increase production levels, trying to alleviate some of that supply and demand stress. Particularly as demand from China is expected to bounce back as COVID restrictions are eased. And the EU tries to push ahead with its plan to embark go Russian oil by the end of this year. At the 2nd of June meeting, producers agreed to raise their joint output by 648,000 barrels a day. That's each month in July and August. But if you look at the data from S&P, it suggests that the group collectively failed to achieve its stated production by 2.6 million barrels per day during the course of May. So I think given the struggle to hit existing targets and fears that demand could eventually weaken if global growth significantly deteriorates, 
OPEC Plus not expected to announce any dramatic changes in their policies when it comes to production levels, despite that rising political pressure to do so at today's meeting. And foreign exchanges, please, Hank. Pound against dollar coming in at 122 this morning. Euro dollars 105. You're going to get one euro 16 cents for your British pound this morning. Now, you were completely on the ball with the question uh, the other day about uh, Barclays, and on this day it was Barclays. Do not question my Barclays <laughs> knowledge, know. thank you very much. <laughs> what did you say? You? you bleed blue blood, I think. <laughs> exactly. Cut me in, it bleeds Barclays blue. <laughs> well, on this day, I want to know which year did they introduce the UK's first credit card? Oh, that's a good one. I think it was a good year in the UK all round, actually. It was certainly a good year for England. I'm going to go for 1966. Correct. There's no beating you. You see? <laughs> Bring it on. Have a great day. Hank Potts from Barclays. Speak to you tomorrow. Thank you. Barclays Private Bank has been in Monaco for 100 years. Since we opened our doors here in 1922, we have enabled our clients to invest in tomorrow and to influence it, drawing on experience, insights and ideas to help them create the world they want to make possible. And we're only just getting started. 100 years in Monaco, 100 years young.